Well, we're recording, Malik, so you can like pay attention to the mic. A I'm, bit. I'm here. I'm live. I'm always here. You know, but I have to let the songbird do what the songbird does. <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 once the songbird starts, the songbird <laughs> has to finish. How you guys doing? This is Growing Up Gay, and this is Malik. And my name is Vaughn. Vaughn. Into pause. Yeah, you're very dramatic. Sometimes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? So, so Malik. How have you been? Uh, you know what, you guys. Catch the girls up. Catch What's the girls tea? up. What's All tea? that gay shit. I've been awesome. You know, it's been a week of transition for me. Mm. Um, well, you know, it's the um, summer solstice. So, summer solstice. So, I, I was, yes, yes, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. So That's right on brand. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So with the summer solstice comes a whole new season. Um, the earth moves around, obviously, and changes. And so people's mood will change. People's energy will change. So with that being said... That's a lot of transition happening in my life. Me and my partner decided to end things. And with that being said, uh, that has brought up um, just some, some new emotions with me, you know. So just kind of working through that. Um, I went to Miami last weekend and freed myself. Got in, I got in the water at, at, down at the Fontaine Blue. Had a great Come time. Come on, Fontaine. The, the Fontaine, Fontaine, Fontaine Blue. The Fontaine Blue. The Fontaine Blue. Had a great time down there with my good friend, Hope. So... Had a good weekend in Miami. You washed that nigga off you, didn't you? I, let me the, tell you all something. All the energy. Just I washed the energy. If I got in the water, said, free myself, <laughs> motherfucker. So that's over and done with. But, you know, blessings to him. Um, blessings to me moving forward. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm, I guess I'm more so excited about knowing what I want and being steadfast and saying, hey, th- this is what I want. And, you know, these, these are the new boundaries that I have. And, so I think and it's, it ain't changing, and, and, and it's not going to change. So I think that's, a, I think it's great what we've gone through because I'm able to, you know, look back and be like, wow, okay, let's assess it. So now yeah. I'm kind of like in that assessing time where I'm just reassessing. I feel like Fantasia should be playing in the background. I am, you know, I'm going back. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a critical review of things. So. I'm all good. I'm getting ready to go to New York tomorrow morning. Come on, New York. You see, y'all see how he just jet setting? Uh, please. That's what the doll does. So, okay? uh, it's City Girls. City Girls. From the 305. That's it. <laughs> from the 404. From the 404. City Girls from the 404. From the 754. Decatur, West Greater. So, is 754 still on code? 754? That's for, that's Florida. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's definitely not. Um, that's definitely that's not Florida. What's Atlanta? Atlanta? 678? 404-678-770-470. There we go. Uh, four seven of the newest one. So yeah, I'm going to New York tomorrow for New York Pride. I'll be there. So oh, um, Kid Fury's thing is I think this weekend. Oh, what is what is he having? Um, three hundred five live. Speaking of three hundred five, it's like a he throws an annual party where people come shake their ass and oh, it's a twerk fest. Basically, got it. It's like niggas and twerking. Got it. And drinks, I'm sure. You know what? You should go. Have some fun. I'll see my friends want to go. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Well, good. Do a little I'm glad, I'm glad you know you're... Do a little Beyonce run the world. <laughs> my shoulders, you know what I'm saying? Who run the world? Go on there, do a little African dance, something, you know. Well, good. I'm I'm happy you're in good spirits. Yeah, and you know, you it know, comes You know, it comes in waves. can't keep a bad bitch down. Can't keep a bad can't bitch down. bad bitch down. No, 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 no. no. How you been doing? What's going on with you? Um, well, speaking of transitions speaking and bad of bitches, transitions. I'm making a huge transition. No Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I'm moving to New York. Woo! 
accepted a huge uh, promotion promotion in yes. New York, and I, you know, sometimes you really gotta sit your, you know, shut your ass up and let God work because. For so long, I've been applying for things in Atlanta, and I've been wondering, like, why is nothing coming through? Like, I'm more than qualified for these things. Um, why aren't they coming through? And, like, why isn't shit working out for me? And I was getting really, like, frustrated. And out of nowhere... And then also, I was feeling like where I currently work, which, you know, I love those people. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no shade, but, like, it's a dub for you. I'm like, I'm really, really low-key running this shit, and I'm not getting paid the kind of money I should be getting for all the work that I'm doing. Um, and I was, you know, like I said, frustrated yeah. and I, some an opportunity presented itself to me and it, that opportunity, honestly, um, I was able to secure it due to connections I made at my current form of work. So, you know, you just have to trust the process sometimes, but yes, I'm moving to New York. It's all happening very quickly. I'll be there literally in three weeks working, although I'm only going to be there for a week and then I'm going on family reunion in Florida, but Yes, the the your kid the kid is coming to New York. So if you live in the Big Apple, you know you can treat me to drinks. Yep, I like you know a nice uh, mojito or oh actually no I'm sorry I'm on my little eight week challenge so I can't do a mojito but I'll I'll take a nice water you know fruit punch with some lemon in it you a know something to, to to add some sparkles. <clears throat> so I'm just preparing myself for all that. Um, I haven't told my ladies at work yet, which I'm. Oh, they're gonna of, miss you. Yeah, they're I'm, gonna be sad. I'm actually that. a little afraid to tell them. They're probably gonna cry. They are. They're gonna cry. They are, and I'm like not looking forward to that. But I'm also a little stressed about the moving process because it's gonna be seamless. Don't worry about you. it. They're speaking to they. They have professional thing. movers. It's all gonna be fun. well. No, not that part. Finding an apartment in New York is, is like notoriously oh, yeah, hard for sure. I mean, the coin is there. Astronomical. The coin is there. So, I don't have to worry about that. And I'm, I'm living with my cousin, so it's like a cute situation. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully, things will fall. Like, I'll be honest. God has been... This whole summer solstice thingy, Majigger. Uh-huh. Like, if it's real, God has really It's been, real. God has really been working in my favor. Like, things have just been going a little... Like, so good that yeah. I'm kind of like, whoa. Whoa. You know? It's like, um, you had no clue that it was going to be, be this good. Right. I think that's the great thing about transition. It comes in waves, and you just have to be ready for it. Like, you can't predict it. You can't right. predict the weather. Listen, and I think that's the, the thing that I'm most excited about, because I'm not nervous to live in New York. I'm not, like, afraid of anything. Like, when the opportunity presented itself to me, I was like, absolutely, I'm willing to grab my bag and go. That's like, it. I didn't want to hold myself back, because I could have easily turned it down and said, I'm going to wait for something in Atlanta, because I know Atlanta, um, and that's, you know... Safer and, and comfortable, but yeah. I feel like New York is going to present so much opportunity for me, and it's going to mm-hmm. allow me to really spread my wings and fly. Maybe my legs too, but mostly my wings and fly. <laughs> I'm joking. Maybe those legs. Uh, no, but I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm. So I'm just preparing for New York and doing all the things that I need to do to, you know, take the city by storm. That's it. So get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's the one thing. Like, cause I'm, I, I love my car. I love my car. So I'm gonna miss my car because I'm not bringing that to New York. Yeah, and then I'm gonna have to get used to like public. Tra- I've never taken public transportation ever. The last time I took public transportation, at have a, you like, rode Marta before? Once. Oh my gosh. Once I took Marta to a graduation in 2010. Got it. And that was it. 
Um, outside of that, I've always had a car. And then, like, the last time I took public transportation, I was, like, 13. Sure. And I used to take the... Shout out to anybody who lives in South Florida. I used to take the quarter bus. Um, <laughs> it was for old white people, but fuck them hoes. <laughs> we did what we had to do to get where we needed to be. Um, but, like, yeah, so... New York. I hope you guys are ready for me, you know? It's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm happy for you. A lot of transition. Mm-hmm. Lots lot. of transition. But I think it's going to be great for us, and it's going to be great for the show, because I get to come on here, and, like, y'all get firsthand experience of me, like dealing with New York and I can tell y'all how I'm over niggas and over the city but like also in love with the city and like yeah. what the whole process is like and I hope to kind of chronicle it on the podcast so yeah yeah grown up gay yeah grown up in New York grown up gay takes NYC grown up gay takes NYC so now y'all have somebody in the south for grown up gay and in north or That's east nor- east north east north uh, southeast southeast, southeast and, and northeast, northeast. We, we, we had the east coast on lock we are on top okay yes. We just we might take a trip to LA and then we'll fuck up the West too. So and we definitely can can take a trip to LA. That's yeah, nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. nothing. But so um, I'll be in New York to come visit Vine all the time. Yes, I have a, a spot for you. Mm-hmm. It's right there. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. So I can um, do anything. Hey, hey, hell, hell no, hell no, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> but speaking of doing anything, let's go ahead and take a short break while you guys do something hey y'all hope you're enjoying the episode thus far if you don't already please follow myself and malik on our personal social medias you can follow me on instagram at vonogram or on twitter at underscore von and you can follow malik on instagram at yo malik and on twitter at yo malik now let's get into the next topic All right, so we are back, ladies and gentlemen, and this is our Get It Together segment that focuses on health, fitness, and mental wellness. Uh, We'll offer tips and all that other good stuff. I'm going to let Malik take it away. Yeah, so this week's Get It Together is still on the idea of self-care and mental care. I just talked about me and my partner kind of ending things last week, and I went down to Miami to have a break for myself. And, you know, for people who aren't able to just get up and travel, have your own break, create your own vacation, create your own getaway within your house, within a park, you know. So for me, my get it together is just about when you go through things and when you have traumatic events, learn from them. Mm. Learn from this. Learn from this. And my tire <laughs> seriously, um, I think that I caused myself a lot of heartache and turmoil this time in this relationship because there were signs there were signs before that I chose to ignore for whatever reason and so one thing that I was talking to my therapist about is that you know you have to be really careful about your experiences and protecting yourself and learning from your previous mistakes because here's the thing things don't have to be this long drawn out battle that we create internally within ourselves it doesn't have to be that it's just that we make it that way because of so many things, maybe fear or whatever. So one thing that I've done is I've been able to go to my closet or a little altar or a safe space for myself. I have one at the at Piedmont Park. I, it's a little area I go to there. And I just lay down and just kind of rest. And so I'm able to just go there and clear my mind. And, mm-hmm. and I, use, I, I use a mantra that, you know, I want to live. You know, I am strong. I am worthy. And so... I think that my two things this week is to focus on an experience 
that it's in your past that has really hurt you and pained you and think about what the lesson is in that experience and try to create a plan of how you can maybe not prevent it in the future, but how you can navigate it differently. Mm. I think that a lot of times we just forget yeah. that we can navigate things yeah. and that it doesn't have to be, again, I keep saying this, this long traumatic experience. Yeah. You know, when you see, I think, I think the reason why it's often a long traumatic experience is because people are trying so hard to hold on to it. Sure. So yeah. sometimes you need to step back and just look at the situation mm-hmm. and kind of evaluate all the things that are going on. But that's often easier said than done yeah. because most times when you're in it, it's hard to step out of it. That's why it's sometimes good to have outside, yeah. you know, people that you know. When I say outside sources, I'm talking about people that aren't just negative. People sure. that are like real friends. And people really who want to see you thrive exactly. and be successful. So you have exactly. to have a strong support group. But mm-hmm. more so internally, looking back to the past, for things that you've experienced and saying, hey, how did this make me feel? How does this affect me? And moving forward, what are my new boundaries around the, this particular topic? Right. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, we, we can write that write that down. You right. know, Write it down. Write it down and, and ask yourself, what are my boundaries for... Whatever the, the situation is. For whatever the situation is and create that for yourself and, 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 try, to, and try to live by that as a guy because I know that's what I'm working on right now. So, Malik, get it together. <laughs> Um, my get it together for this week is simply updating you guys on the eight week challenge that I'm doing. It's still going. I've lost three pounds so far. Ooh, I don't think skinny. You know, I feel so skinny right now. <laughs> I feel so skinny right now. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think my next week will I lose another three pounds because that's not really necessary. Um, but I am still on my eight week challenge. Well, seven weeks now. Um, I've been doing pretty good. I think I've had. One or two slip-ups where I had some juice, because uh, I said only water. And actually, I only drank juice once. So that's one slip-up there. And I did have a handful of chips at work. Because the boy was there until 3 a.m. And I was hungry, and I didn't have any snacks. So I had a handful of chips. But outside of that, I'm doing pretty good. So if you guys are on the challenge with me, please feel free to tweet me and update me on how it's going for you all. Whether you started the same week I did or not. Um, just update me on that if you would like to. And you know, if you have any, if you need any tips, if you have any questions uh, for me, you can always email me at vaughn at growingupgay.com. That's G R O W I N upgay. Not there's no second G. Um, and I'll pass on those tips, whether it's fitness tips, whether it's dietary, what do I eat, all that kind of stuff. I know the what do you eat, what do I eat in a day to lose weight videos are very popular on YouTube. My ass ain't on YouTube, so if you want to know what I eat or how I meal prep or how that works, you can always reach out to me, and I got you. And y'all, meal prepping is half the battle because if you don't meal prep, oh, yes. you will not lose any weight. Listen, like I mean, I know this week alone, uh, I think the the month of the month of June, I've lost I think eight pounds. Ooh, do that. Um, do that. So yeah, I'm like sorry for you, you have to meal prep, you guys. It's it, if you don't prepare and write this shit down, you won't do it, and you're gonna end up eating once a day or eating some some fuck shit. So. Meal prep is definitely half the battle. Yeah. And I take my meal prep very seriously. I even meal prep my smoothies because I don't ever have time to do shit. I think I'd say that all the time. I literally get up, go to the gym, come home, shower and get ready for work. Well, make breakfast and shower and get ready for work and go straight to work. And I'm there until 12, 1, 2, 3 a.m. depending on the kind of day that I'm having. So I meal prep my smoothies. I'll go to, um, sometimes I go to like a Kroger. I don't even go, I don't even need to go to the farmer's market. I'll go to a Kroger and I'll, I'll stock up on my um, fruits and veggies. I put them in little Ziploc bags yep. and I'll put those in the Take freezer. You, yep. And you know, it's it's 
it saves you a lot of time because you don't have to wash the vegetables. Ten like I, for me, I always do ten baggies worth of fruits and vegetables because it's ten. That's essentially ten juices or yeah. ten smoothies, I should say. And I'll wash all the fruits and vegetables at once. Put them in little Ziploc baggies. Put those in the freezer, and I have ten smoothies sitting there waiting for me. Like when I leave here, I'm about to take my ass home and go have a smoothie instead of buying fast food or anything because it's already there and it's already waiting for me. So bank wrapping is definitely. 80% of the battle, not, battle, not even half, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a good 80. 80% <laughs> it's a good 80. Um, so, yeah, if you guys have any other questions for us or anything in regards to um, health and fitness, like we said, if you have any tips, you can email Malik at... Malik at growingupgay.com or tweet me at Yo Malik or mm-hmm. Instagram me at Yo Malik, Y-O-M-A-L-I-K. Um, and we can talk about yoga, some holistic stuff, wellness stuff, mm-hmm. whatever you want to hear about. And you can also reach out to me with any questions or anything you'd like for us to discuss in regards to health and fitness um, or mental uh, wellness as well um, at Vaughn at Grown Up Gay. You can tweet me at underscore Vaughn. You know, y'all know the girl. Anyway, (laughs) uh, let's take a short break and we'll be right back with you. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, please be sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell another friend, to tell two more friends, to tell their cousins, sisters, aunties, nieces, nephews, and significant others to listen to the show. It's free. All they have to do is go to the podcast app or go to SoundCloud or anywhere where streaming is found and type in Growing Up Gay and we'll pop up and then they can hear our beautiful voices. No, but in all seriousness, thank you guys so much for listening and please share. All right, so we're going to go ahead and dive right on into the main topic for this week. This is our Growing Up Gay segment where we discuss kind of the, I always, I always say the meat and potatoes of the yeah, episode. Yeah, I mean, it, it really the, is the it's main the, part of the yeah, show. Yeah, it's the main course. Yeah. It's the, you know. It's the state. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the star of the show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, the, the Beyonce of the BET Awards. It's the headliner. Right. That's what it is. Um, for this week, <laughs> we wanted to discuss media's obsession with forcing black men out of the closet. Um, the reason why I wanted to speak on this is because, I don't know if you guys remember, but a few months ago, there was an Olympian um, figure skater by yeah. the name of Adam Rippon that came out. Um, actually, he didn't really even come out. He just he gay, competed. Right? Yeah. He competed and he was, you know, his... Sexuality was a question? Uh, no, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't even a question. It oh. was just like, oh, hey, here's this openly gay. He didn't have to come out. Like, he was, he was like, he's flamboyant. He was, you know, a, a figure skater. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of became a media darling overnight. Like, he literally competed and was like that girl the next day. He was on Ellen. I remember the view. He had, like, yeah. And the, and the people wanted everywhere. him to respond to David Pence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember this. So he, he like, overnight became a sensation. And I, thought, I just thought it was. So interesting because we've never seen that with a black um, artist of any kind, uh, whether a, an athlete or anything. We've a black celebrity, I meant not artist, a black celebrity of any kind. When Frank o- Ocean, quote unquote, came out, there was a lot of like tension. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he did receive a lot of press, great press, and there was a lot of support for him coming out. So I'm not saying that when you know black celebrities come out, there's no support or anything for them, but there was like a praise and there was like um a comfort and ease to to adam's coming up that i don't think is offered 
to men of color in media like at all i I don't think that same safe space is there yeah um so i just kind of wanted to touch on that so do you have any thoughts in regards to that malik well, yeah, I mean, I think that when it comes to men of color, I mean, just the bar is stacked and things are just completely different for us generally. Um, we know that, I mean, just, just in our own community, it's frowned upon. And I think that when we get to the main stage <clears throat> and we're talking about um, black prolific LGBT characters and, and or, or new ones that, that are coming mm-hmm. to the forefront, I feel like it's just a lack of support overall, yeah. you know, and, and, and almost like this just internal struggle amongst our own community. community. Right. So I think that's the bigger thing that it's just, there, there, there isn't support. And I feel like it's, it's interesting because there's an obsession with sexuality, sexuality and wanting to know. Right. Right. And needing to know. And Not needing even to, wanting. Like it's, it's, it's a needing. They make it their business. Right. And, I remember when Miguel first um, came out as an artist. I'm not saying out of the closet because he's not gay. But I remember when he first started releasing music and stuff, he was um, a little flamboyant in his, his style and his mm-hmm. dress. And mm-hmm. he, I remember he was just, he was very fat. I, I consider it fashion forward is what he was. And I, I think his team knew what to do as far as fat men's fashion goes. And I think they were trying to give him that edge, that, that cool. Um, but it made a lot of people question his sexual orientation. And I know with Odell Beckham, there's always, always so much talk about his sexual orientation. And I, myself, I always joke about him, you know, wanting to be uh, Drake's first baby daddy. Yeah. Or like, you know, I always make jokes like that in regards to him and and Drake. But there is like a serious obsession with people demanding to know um, the ins and outs of their sexual orientation and their sexuality and their, their just their lives, period. And who they're talking to, who they aren't talking to. Well, Um, I think that kind of plays into just more... When I think about like white people <clears throat> wanting to know about what you're doing, I just mm-hmm. kind of think of almost like just that entitlement. Yeah. Um, like you know, I deserve to know. I remember when I had this experience with this guy who like fondled me at work, mm-hmm. and he said to me after he did it that. Oh, it looked too good. I just had to do that, you know. Like, so I just feel like there's, there's almost like just this, this, this sense of like, I can because I have the power. And amongst the black community, it's almost like just a classism. Mm. You know, like gays are less than, and and if you have any of those traits, we need to know now so we can put you in your place. Right, and, and I think that's the problem. Like, I think. Masculinity. Okay, we can go. We can talk about toxic masculinity, and we can talk about how femininity is kind of demonized Mm -hmm. in the community. Even in women, it's it's kind of demonized a little bit, Um, unless it's of course something sexual. Then it's you know praised. Yeah. But the reason why, especially the reason why I brought up um, Adam Adam is because there's a football player by the name of Jalen Ramsey who yes. You showed me him. Yeah, he has been. His sexual orientation has been questioned through and through. Like, yeah. even when um, the I think he plays. I don't know sports. I think he plays for the Jaguars or something like that. I think so. When they lost their game, and I think they were like going to the Super Bowl. Look at me knowing something. I think they were like going to the Super Bowl, and they they yeah, the they they lost to someone. I don't remember who they lost to, and I remember he got like really emotional uh, when they lost, and people were immediately going to you know. You know, he's a faggot, cry, that faggot crying, or like, mm. you know, they were immediately going to 
uh, his gay ass would be crying. Like, oh, there were many, there was like all that that kind of stuff. I would see tweets, and it was in jest, and they were quote unquote joking. Um, but I felt like why couldn't why like why wouldn't you cry if you were like one step away from being in the Super Bowl, especially for a team like the Jaguars, who I don't know nothing about football, but I know I've never heard anything about the Jaguars going to the Super Bowl. Like that's a big deal. So I would imagine it was a huge deal. So if your team loses, I can understand why you would be like. I mean, we see. Chris Brown cried at a, 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 the BET Awards, and y'all have treated him like Jesus ever since. So, like, why is it all of a sudden that now that Jalen, who happens to be a little saucy, mm-hmm. that why doesn't he? Why don't y'all keep the same energy like y'all, you know, claim to love to do? Well, I just think about when I was at the beach a few weeks ago, and there was a little boy who was standing at the edge of the water and mm-hmm. the tide was high and he was too scared to come to the water. I was like, get out of here. You a little boy. Like, get out of here. Like, man up. You know, like, on the beach. Right. It was like trying to get his son to come out. Right. And the son was like, I'm Nigga, nervous. I can drown. I can drown. <laughs> like, like get, show a little compassion, you right. know? And so, All those side story. My father taught me how to swim by pushing me into the pool. I learned. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of people do that. Yeah. So I get it. But I guess the verbiage was... Yeah, was, but that's was always off-putting. the verbiage. Yeah, like, the verbiage was yeah. like, I could tell that his son was uncomfortable. Although with mo- that. a lot of men are bitches, so I don't really. Well, a lot of men just are out of touch with themselves. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think the 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 next, I guess the next question I want to ask is like, when is the black community going to allow someone, someone's sexual orientation? to not define them in, in the celebrity space. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of, and that, okay, I'll give the, the black community this much. I think we kind of are with Tyler, the creator. I think he's been able to, to not even quote unquote come out, which is funny because Sid from the internet, you know, Sid, the, the, she's the, the lead vocalist for the internet. She's lesbian. She, there's uh she was in an interview recently and they asked her like, how did she, feel, you know, in the early stages of the, the group, um, Golf Wang, which is, you know, Tyler Creator, Frank Ocean, okay. like all of them. But she she asked them how did how did she feel defending their sexual orientation for so long? Because in the very beginning, like 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, et cetera, when they all started coming out, um, and people did start questioning, because she was a lesbian and, you know, the whole Frank rumors were kind of going around, people started to question, like, the group sexuality and like she was a huge defender she jokingly said well you know what i'm kind of pissed because you know i spent all my time defending them and everybody gave like, <laughs> <laughs> like y'all could have saved my you know my time, my, my yeah. time and energy by just you know being who y'all are um so I, I say we are kind of giving tyler the creator that free space but i also think it's because tyler the creator is a an acceptable queer person mm-hmm. where He's cis leaning, where sure. you know, not he is cis leaning, acting, um, looking, right? Yeah, he's you know, a more masculine, he carries mm-hmm. himself more masculine, and also, this might be an aside. I think people kind of feel comfortable because they know he's only attracted to white men, so um, like maybe they're not, he's not, I don't know if that's a thing, like maybe I don't, I don't think maybe that's a thing, but I do think that. You know, you asked about when is the black community going to finally just accept it. I just think that it's the deeper issue is that it's just so demonized and that it's just so vulgar and nasty. You know, like that's just how people look at it. And I I do think that it's also just the religious piece as well, especially being in the South, you know, Mm -hmm. that it's just still so wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
maybe as we move closer, and that's why a lot a lot of millennials are moving away from the church because you know it's so segregated mm-hmm. and it's not a place where people can really it's antiquated. <laughs> Say that again, yeah. and it's just not it's just not a place where people can go and truly be fed. And right. so I think that. Ooh, what said. what we're seeing now is just people just moving away to spaces where they feel more accepted within themselves. Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing is a lot of black millennials who are forward thinkers just creating safe spaces within themselves. Right. And, and I do feel like there's a new wave, right. a new energy um, of black people who are saying no we are reclaiming our time and we're reclaiming we're reclaiming who we want to be and what that looks like for us and i think that that's like when things will begin to change once uh the new sheriff rolls in and then the new and the new sheriff is already here like i mean she's changing now yeah i mean i think for me i remember frank ocean coming out and there was so much like talk talk and there was so much aggression and there was so much discourse and 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 there was so much like discomfort in the community like open like vulgarly like people were vulgarly uncomfortable like uncomfortable with him why do you think people are so uncomfortable with with people's with people's gayness and queerness well i mean okay and i've always said this when it comes to to homosexuality it's something that people were taught not to accept sure something that was demonized like you said in the church and in the media um and i think shows I think pop culture in general, our age of pop culture, like the millennial, us millennials, I think we've we've kind of showed that homosexuality isn't one or two things in mm-hmm. the spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's not all, you know, hyper-feminine men. It's not all AIDS and death. Yeah. It's not all, you know... Um, rape in jail, like it's, yeah. it's it's. There's a spectrum of things. Just like every in the day. cis world. Just like yeah, exactly. Just like any other thing. Like black people are a spectrum. Yeah, you know, all all that stuff. Um, trying to think of what I was just gonna say. This is a very real moment of forgetting what I was gonna say. Black people are a spectrum. Oh no, <laughs> no. So gays are a spectrum. What I wanted to ask was, <laughs> what do you think the next? person coming out, quote-unquote, coming out is going to look like? The next major black male artist coming out is going to look like? Do you think it's going to be... Well, one guy, his name, with the one guy, his name is Malik. The other, his <laughs> name is Vaughn. Um, but we no, we here. But, but seriously, I just think that what it looks like is total intersectionality. Yeah. You know, just being able to join hands and, yeah. and bring people together and inclusion. I think yeah. it looks like... Because um, I And the reason I'm asking is because I see people like Kid Fury that are like major and popping. Yeah. And I think it's so cool. And, and that's why I honestly say I give the black community a lot of credit because I think we are doing a way better job yeah. than we would have done five years ago. I mean, Kid Fury is well received. Yeah, he's extremely well received yeah. like in all circles. Mm-hmm. Like he's revered by a lot of, you know, super... Even hyper masculine black men. Yeah. Um, so I think we are making steps in the right direction. And I just can't wait to see what the next. I think we also do have, do have to consider his privilege too, being a more masculine looking man. To Fury. Yeah, I mean, just oh wait, yeah, he doesn't wear makeup. Or yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, so he's not like flamboyant in that right. regard as what we see on TV, like you know, like Real Housewives of Atlanta, like Derrick J and Lawrence Wayne Hills, you know. Yeah. So I think that 
you know, that that also his privilege in that regard plays a part too. Right. Um, that's ob- true. Obviously, and right. that's something that we have to be aware of and and, and call it out right. when we see it, like. Because even do you remember when B Scott was supposed to host the BET Awards and like the red carpet, the red carpet. I'm yep. sorry, yes, mm-hmm. the red carpet, and he his whole lawsuit with them was that they were uncomfortable with him with, being an effeminate. Yeah. Um, they wanted to t- t- tie his hair back and right. put on some tennis shoes and, and like a long so I wonder, or something. Right. So I wonder if like now would that, like, because I mean, we still haven't really seen. Well, I think, I mean, look at Queer Eye. Maybe he's white. You got Jamie, uh, the, the, long, the guy on Queer Eye with the long hair. James? I don't know. His Instagram is JVN. But. What does he do? He Act. he does hair. I don't know. I don't know. I'm queer, right? Anyway, Jonathan Van Ness, him, this guy. So he wears heels and all that shit. But he's white. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But yeah. he's white. So like, white like, people. I will say, in 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 regards to queerness, white people are progressive in that one way. Sure. In that one way only. Um. So that's what I'm saying. I, I, it'll be interesting to see because I, I feel like right now, I, and the reason why I'm asking this is because I feel like right now I don't know if we're are we actually progressive, or are we just comfortable with or tolerant tolerance. Thank you. And are I think, we progressive or are we tolerant? Tolerance is bullshit. And tolerance is bullshit. And that's the reason why I ask is because I feel like it peaks out and and the the intoler the intolerance peaks out. It rears its ugly head, if you will, mm-hmm. in in cases like when Odell Beckham is dancing, and all of a sudden it's going viral on on, on Twitter, and people are like, "Oh, he's gay because he's doing this or da da da." Yeah. And then like, or if like said Jalen Ramsey, or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it peeks his head out every now and again. So I'm I'm cautious because I, I, I don't know if I want to give y'all too much and say, "Hey, we've progressed and we're doing so great," or are we just being tolerant? I think people need to get sexuality and personality out. Completely, I think, like, let's define that. Like, my personality and my sexuality, they don't go hand in hand. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. Um, and who I am on the inside and who I decide to sleep with, they're not the same thing. And so, <laughs> Odell, Odell Beckham dancing and, or Jalen Ramsey. Existing. Existing <laughs> is nothing to be, like, I feel like to be poked at or dissected, you know? Yeah. People need to get some business about themselves. Mind your goddamn business. I mean, shit. shit. Can we do anything? <laughs> you hold me ready to write a goddamn dissertation <laughs> about who I am and what I got going on. And meanwhile, I don't give two fucks. Meanwhile, you and your three baby mamas, <laughs> you know. Oh, can I go on a slight tangent? You got This has seconds. nothing to do <laughs> with homosexuality or being gay and growing up. But niggas, please stop saying I could care less when you mean I couldn't care less. I could care less. People love saying I could care less. Well, then maybe you should, bitch. I could care less. It's I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. That's what you mean to say. I don't think they know. They don't. And it's so funny. I tweeted it today on Twitter and this person responded. And this is no shade if the person listens to the episode, but you got on my nerves. The person responded with... um, Damn, you niggas get on the timeline. He was basically saying that okay, it says, well, with both, you are saying that you care, even it's even if it's a very little, but I could care less, could say that you care very little and keep losing interest until eventually you don't like nigga, what? Or when they If I'm telling you that I could not care, mm-hmm. that means there's nothing to care about. That like, means there's, it's there's dead nothing. It. It's, it's dead. dead it. I couldn't I literally I physically do not have the ability to care. 
How is that? How how do you take? How do you hear that? Listen to that and 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 comprehend it as oh, you care a little. You just don't care that much. Like no, I'm saying I don't care. <laughs> like I don't. So like I said, that has nothing to do with anything. But I just had to say that because what about I'd and I'll? What? I'd like I'd go there and I'll go there. Do pe- people mix those? Yes, all the time. Oh my god. People just they just they they need to go back to grammar school. <sighs> Fuck grammar school. Go back to third grade. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, <laughs> okay. we hope you guys enjoyed that segment and that sidebar. <laughs> we'll be right with you. I hope we've been able to keep you entertained thus far. If so, you can reach out to us for any questions, comments, and concerns at Vaughn at GrownUpGay.com or Malik at GrownUpGay.com. You can actually email these shows a personal email with any questions or show topics or anything you'd like for us to discuss if you want to sponsor us qtr marie right here at growing up gay podcast at gmail.com and that growing has a g in it so growing up gay podcast at gmail.com now let's get into the next topic all right so it's time for the wind down the wind down so this is where we can you know relax a little bit let our hair down it's not a serious these topics aren't very serious. They're, you know, more fun. They're Joyful, more fun, uplifting. I mean, right. although the, the main topic is, I think, fun and uplifting. Too, it can but be. The wind down is more where we kind of just shoot catch you guys shit. up on hot we shoot topics. The shit. Hot topics. Not a goddamn topics. hot topic, <laughs> hot topics. So, <laughs> the, the um, <laughs> first thing we want to touch on, um, over the weekend or over the weekday, it happened um, two days ago. A rapper by the name of XXX Tentacion. I'm happy you don't um, pronounce it because I don't. I actually only know how to pronounce that because of J- Joe Budden's podcast. Oh, okay. Um, they always pronounce it on there. So I'm like, oh, that's how you say it. Um, he was murdered in Florida while he was trying to buy a bicycle. Or while he was buying a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's caused a lot of... Talk. Debate. Debate. Um, a lot of uh, friction on the timeline, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys don't know much about him, it's okay because I didn't either. I didn't know um, who he was until he passed away, unfortunately. Um, he has a horrible history, a very violent um, history. He's done a lot of terrible things. Um, he just, he didn't, he wasn't the greatest of people. Um, he assaulted and abused his significant other so bad she had to get eye surgery on her eye because he was punching her in her eye so much that like she had to get it fixed um while she was pregnant mind you um he also if i'm not mistaken the baby that's here now that's on the way i'm guessing yeah so he also apparently tried to sodomize someone with a fork he also spoke about wanting to bash someone's head in because they were gay and like how he wanted to make them quote unquote bite the curb. If you don't know what that is, it's fine because you're not from the ghetto. Biting the curb is when you make, um, this is like an old school thing where you, you gangs used to quote, quote unquote do it, where you physically make someone lay down on the ground like by a curb, bite it, and you stomp their head in. Damn. So they quote unquote bite the curb. That's yeah. where that comes yeah, yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he has a very violent um, past and he spoke a lot in his music about um, like suicide and um, well, okay. This is where I, there's some people that wrote for him because he spoke a lot about suicide and a lot about a lot of quote unquote real issues. And he spoke about you know like depression and, and de- anxiety and dealing with all that. 
and I, I've never listened to his music. I'll be very honest because I don't so, uh, support abusive people. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your excuse is. It's you know the whole black people love doing this. But he was young. He, was young. he didn't know any he better. Know. You know he's a child. You have people time to grow. Grow, no. bitch. You if you <laughs> fucked up, you are fucked up. Right. Like I'm sorry. And stop calling your sons kings, hoes. These ain't no goddamn <laughs> kings. Young king, young queen. No, these are hoes. Let me stop. No. Um, I just... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in power to this young man. I do think one thing that, that's important to realize is that, hey, listen, someone... A life was lost at the end of the day. A young life was lost. And I think that... Um, just just be cognizant and be... Just be, just be decent. Mm-hmm. You know, I think... It's really easy to get caught up in who someone was when they may have done things that could be offensive and wrong to mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, and on the same hand, it's like, but a, a life was lost, you know. Um, and this person was they they, they died tragically. Um, they were murdered in the, in their car, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that you know a lot of people can get caught up in. This person was an awful person, but a life was lost. I'm not going to say he, he deserved to die. I don't know that. Um, I'm judging no jury. I don't think... Yeah, I'm judging no jury. Yeah. I, I think that it's sad. And I think that, you know, I pray for the people that he's affected and hopefully they have peace in their lives. Oh, that is so nice of you. Yeah. You ain't get none of that from me. <sighs> but that is so nice of you. Shit. So, the next topic is going to be... Um, speaking of fucked up things, fucked up. Oh, speaking of fucked up Whew. things, and motherfuckers reneging, and motherfuckers saying shit and doing something else. Y'all's is president is on that shit. Um, if you guys don't know, there is there's currently heinous things going on in America in regards to border control. Um, y'all's president has people in essentially concentration camps, mm-hmm. like. M- like gentrified, I get gentrified con- concentration camps. Can we call them that? I mean, listen, a concentration camp is is is, is anywhere that a certain ethnicity ethnicity is is being held a group of people for whatever reason, and they're they're definitely concentration camps. Um, obviously, you guys know about immigration reform, um, and essentially, there's a law in place where the U.S. has the authority, um, according to this law, to essentially separate families at the border if they're caught sneaking into America illegally. Um, and it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's inhumane. They have these people in cages. Um, and by these people, I mean children. Under three. Under three Some in cages, them. separated from their parents. Um, and there's ne- not necessarily any promise that these parents are going to get their children back. Well, there's there's yeah. no real they don't it's not even like they get to be with their kids like in it's well to me it's just it's it's such a mind fuck mm-hmm. to a get caught at the border when you're trying to immigrate into a country mm-hmm. illegally that's fine yeah um and then like your children get ripped away from you you don't necessarily know what's going to happen to you and you don't know what's going on with your kids mind you the government quote unquote lost a few thousand children a few weeks ago. There was a big story going around about how there were these children that were lost. And I'm like, how the fuck do you lose thousands of people? 
think at this point they said there have been 3,300 children um, like taken. What? Yeah, 3,300 children. That's what they said so far. I just don't get it, and I don't get how more people aren't talking about it. I don't get how I don't see a lot of celebrities speaking on it. I, d- I can't fathom how someone can think this is, like, a just thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. it's one thing to, to, to be against immigration, mm-hmm. um, illegal immigration. Well, at this point, they're against, they're against legal immigration, too. Like, they're trying to cut down on legal immigration. Uh, immigration. So, well, that's not even a, <laughs> at least they're trying to... From the Caribbean, I should specify. They're, the they're trying to pick who comes over. Exactly. And what they look like. So, it's like, if you're brown, you can't get down. That's it. Essentially. Um, and then on top of that, let me, and I want to speak on this because so, so many people are, are in uproar about the, the coat that Melania wore, um, that said, I don't care. Do I you. don't care. Do you, I just want to say, if y'all don't realize that y'all are being trolled, I don't know when y'all are going to realize that y'all are being trolled. Like that should not have been given the attention it was given because that's exactly what they wanted. Mm-hmm. That's a distraction. Yeah. They want y'all to discuss how horrible Melania is for wearing that and how bad, how how could they not have missed that? That's not what they want. They want you to focus on that as opposed to the real issues and the real problems that are going on. Mm-hmm. So I need y'all to do yourselves a favor. Um, everyone right now, um, you should dial 202-224-3121. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Keep Families Together Act. It's uh, Bill SB3036. Dial that number and just tell them... Um, Enter your zip code, and when you're connected, just tell them I support. Excuse me, I support uh, Bill SB three zero three six, and I live in Atlanta. And they will connect you to or wherever state you live, in. or or wherever you live in, obviously. And uh, and they will connect you to your local uh, rep or senator, mm-hmm. and the senator will do the work on your behalf once you tell them that you um, support that bill. Yeah. Um, and that's just to ensure that families are sticking together. And, you know, Trump did recently go ahead and sign an executive order to keep families together. But what that executive order also does is... Girl, fuck Trump. I'm so tired of that bitch. Yeah. And then, the big, I, think, I think the biggest thing is, like, you, you you brought this executive order after the fact. After you said the, there was nothing you could do. After you were trying to force Congress to do something. When you knew you had, you, you had the power the entire time. So I'm interested to know uh, why bitch. all of a sudden... He wanted. He wanted to. Stinking what? can't take him. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Little old one of the yo. Let me tell you something, y'all. Vaughn's not going to Patois often because I'm an I'm an immigrant. Like I came to this country with my mother. Neither one of us had, or and my siblings and my father. We didn't have papers. We were immigrants, right? Okay. And we've made strides for ourselves and i don't know what nigga all of y'all are immigrants everyone is an immigrant if you're not native american you're an immigrant okay this is no one's country but theirs y'all have raped and pillaged it and now y'all have authority over it and they're telling other people they can't come here and on top of that it's not even that they're coming here you're treating them like shit for coming here shit whole countries like you could just send them back home you can literally be like nah sis turn around turn around but here's the thing like it's the money they 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 get to build more private jails. They get mm-hmm. to build more private institutions. That's funded by who? That's funded by American tax dollars. Not and them. and they get to put more people there in into these camps and keep them and try them 
and and do God knows what to them. And do God because knows we what don't to know them. exactly how many of them are coming in. Where they're, they're not. I'm pretty sure they're not taking their their name and information down and storing it with picture for for like they like who knows what's gonna happen to. And I think that's the the part of it that fuck, fucks me up is not to be like conspiracy theorists, mm-hmm. but like. America is already mad shady, like, yeah. and y'all are willing to do anything to get what y'all want. So God knows what these people are, are going to have to deal with, and, and are going to be, you know, succumb to like from from these, you know, gentrified con- like. I just that shit gets on my nerve. But to speak on something less less deep, annoying, less heavy, um, I want to go ahead and catch up on TV. Lots of good shows out. I've been watching. Uh, Love and Hip Hop. I've been watching Green, not, not Green Leaf, Green Leaf, so that's not back yet. Uh, Queen Sugar mm-hmm. is awesome. I need to get into that. So it's, it's good. Um, but of course, Pose is my favorite show right now. You guys, watch Pose. Please watch Pose. Ratings are slipping. We, the LGBTQ plus IA, and the world, all of us need to support Pose. It's it's insane to me how like such a good show, a great show, is not being supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, oh, I feel like I always want to tangent about white people. I don't want to do that. And here's the thing: let's not do that. But Pose is a great show because not only is it telling a story that is near and dear to um, the POC community, people of color, um, but it's near and dear to just LGBTQ people in uh, general. In general, and yeah. that's because um, the one common thread that we have in this community is the threat of being thrown away and discarded. Mm-hmm. And I think this show depicts that so well. And so well. And from so many different from angles. From so many different angles. Yeah. And, 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 and whether you're into the ballroom scene or not, whether you're into dancing or whatever, um, there is no roadmap for gayness. There is no roadmap for, for queerness. queerness. Yeah. And with that being said, that theme is... Relevant throughout the show. Relevant throughout the show. And I think that it's amazing to see that. Young people need to see that. Right. Um, To see themselves and to say, hey, you will experience this. Right. But there's joy at the end. So I think that you guys have to tune in and support this show because it's so imperative that it comes back. It's so imperative that we have more opportunities to tell our stories um, for the world. Yes. And I just wanted to get into the last episode. Did you watch the last? Have you seen the last episode? Yeah, I saw it. It's when they had the Christmas thing, right? That's That's been my favorite episode thus far. I mean, and I've had my, my critiques in regards to the show. It's not perfect. Like, there's some acting coaching needed. Yeah. Um, it could be a little tighter. Yeah. But, um, but the it's last, raw purposely. The last episode was so fucking good to me. Powerful. So good. I even got a little emotional. Yeah. Had to let some of my thug cry, you know. Got the song cry. Right. So it was just really, really beautiful. Um, that sense of family is really important. And I'll be very honest, like I spoken about, you know, my coming out story and all that stuff. But like one of the things that I prepared myself to do when I like realized that I was gay, like as I like accepted it and I grew up, like I conditioned myself to be okay with not having a family because being Caribbean, I didn't know if they would be accepting of wow. it. And I conditioned myself to be okay with not having a family, not go, you know, being at, even like now, my, my father drove up and surprised me. And we were supposed to record a lot earlier and I were like, let me leave. I like, oh shit, my pop, my, my pop showed up. Um, and he's been like, so like, just, he's the same. He's kept the same energy. 
And for me, it's really beautiful because when I came out to him, I was like, I don't know how he's going to react. And like, I don't know how my family is going to react. And I still kind of don't know how my family is going to react because I have a family reunion coming up and like, I'm sure it's going to be a thing there. You think so? Um, not, a, not when I say a thing, I don't mean a bad thing. Yeah. But like, I'm sure people will discuss it and it'll be talked about. Sure. Um, and they can catch the hands if they want. I'm sure. <laughs> That's not going to happen. It's, it's not going to go there. But, um, it's, it's what, what I love about Pose is it, it shows that a lot of people don't have my, the same luck that I do. Yeah. There are people that are, like you said, are discarded and thrown away. Mm-hmm. And they can still find family. Yep. They can still find love and they can still find a home and they can still have a purpose and they can still, you know, thrive and live. And I feel like that's why the show is important. Yep. That's why it's needed because it's telling stories that have never been told. It's it's giving insight into the community. Even like I love the way they touched on the AIDS topic um this week. You know, the 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 dance teacher, one of her students had AIDS and he ended up passing from it. And they had nothing. He had no family. Mm-hmm. They had nothing to do with his body because they had discarded him and thrown him away. Mm-hmm. And I think it. I also loved how the other gentleman that was in the same hospital. I'm not gonna lie. I immediately thought, oh, shit, he has AIDS too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a preconceived notion. The, the but he, he didn't pneumonia. have AIDS. Just he just pneumonia. had pneumonia. That's all he had. Yeah. Um, so it was beautiful to see. Like, yeah, he was sick. Yeah. Yeah, he was gay. Yeah. But that wasn't his story. Yeah. It was someone else's story. Yeah. And unfortunately, they, they passed due to that story. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't his story. And I thought, that's that whole scene, that young man deserves... And the dance teacher, I'm sorry I don't know her name, yeah. deserves... They, they, they deserve some uh, something. Yeah. Because that was so beautifully acted, the way he was dancing. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just... It was so raw and so real. And it was also, like, heartbreaking because that the hospital was disgusting. Mm-hmm. He wasn't being cared for. At all. I mean, yeah. At that point, the, the people that were in that ward were just dis- Disc- thrown away. They once had again. been discarded again. Once again, discarded. the ward had given up on them. Right. And I just think um, it's an awesome show, you guys. We have to watch it. Yeah. My favorite scene, I think, was when they showed the similarity between Blanca and the dance teacher oh, about yeah. like we're both mothers, mo- right. mothering people that are not our own. Oh, but we yeah. took that on right. as women. We took that on as nurturers and as providers because right. that's what you do. And I think the show, again, just shows you can create your family. Listen. And your family is whoever you want it to be. Listen. Find the people yes. that look like you. Find the people that talk your talk and walk your walk because that's the, that's the, that's the support system that you need. And right. so I think this show just illustrates that so well. Yes. Um, another show that kind of does that well is Claws. Claws. Are you watching Claws? I don't watch Claws, but I did watch the little drag queen episode they did mm-hmm. with uh, Bob the drag queen, Alyssa yeah. Edwards. Did you see that? Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I love Claws. Yeah. I I'm, really I'm, I'm just happy show. for Niecy Nash. I feel like Me she fin- too. she's finally having like her... Her moment. Her moment. Like yeah. this is her moment. And I'm also... Shout out to uh, Karuchi. Yeah. This, you know, she's actually good on the show. I, I guess what I keep... Yeah. I hear she's good. Yeah. I've, so, I've never seen her act, but I know. I, really I mean, she's still there. They, they, didn't, they didn't let her go, so she's obviously doing something. Doing right. something. Right. She mm-hmm. secured that check. Um, another show that I'm surprised is still on is Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I'm not surprised it's still on because I feel like the production has got a little better. I've noticed that. Oh my god! The storylines are better. I also realized I feel like they're just putting more energy behind togetherness to see the potentially. Right. Um, I did kind of like how Rashida and Kurt brought everyone together. I'm so tired of them. Too. But I'm definitely tired Ooh. of Rashid and Kurt. Like Ooh. I'm I mean, goddamn. I'm 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 just sick of that storyline. I think it's time for they the go- beat that shit I feel like Rashid and Kurt are like 
um, Chrissy and Jim Jones. It's time for them to go. <laughs> go do celebrity boot camp. Go do something else. I'm right. sick of y'all because here's the thing: Kurt been cheating for years. That nigga ain't gonna change. He ain't gonna change. And Rashida ain't going nowhere. Rashida ain't going no goddamn where. Right. Peach candy. <laughs> She want to love my bubba. She want to love my bubba. <laughs> yeah. I'm Rashida. I Brother really like Shawty Long. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. My name is Rashida. I rap like Shawty Long. Kay Michelle, you ain't shit for that. Shawty Long, Kay Michelle, she got her body fixed. I know. She, she looks did. amazing. I haven't seen it like fully, but she, um, yeah, shout out to her. She looks, I, I think she looks good. One, one less bad built person. Nine, I hope Nikki's next. Did you see how Nikki roasted that fan on the comments the other day? Nikki Minaj. Oh, the guy that's suing her. The the guy that makes the wigs. Oh no, I didn't see that. Have you seen that video of her um trying to twerk or trying to whine? I should say in the pool. In the pool, and it it wasn't moving. Yo, I'm gonna know all come your Trinidadian and like you know I'm like just like you have nothing like what I'm confused. She was twerking the pool, and it wasn't, just, it wasn't moving. It's not even that it wasn't even moving. It couldn't move. It's just there's no, like... Okay, it's, so being Caribbean, right, we take pride in the fact that we we dance with our hips. We dance with our our, our, our pelvic. Mm-hmm. We dance with our waist. Like, we don't really do too much of the hands and arms and all that, you know. Like, I always remember Rihanna saying, I'm from the Caribbean, I don't do choreography. Like, I just, that's not how we dance. Like, yeah. I, remember her, I, mean, I always remember her saying that. And it's very true because, like, our idea of dancing is is all in the the, and it can it can look very sexual, although it isn't. I mean, it is kind of sexual, but like, it can look more sexual than it really is. But Nikki just, and she's Trinidadian. They're supposed to be like kind of the top of the chain when it comes to that. Let me tell you something, Nikki Minaj. The, the this, New Yorker jumped out. This this era. God bless her heart, though. This era Nicki Minaj got going on the music. Um, what are you looking for? I was looking for the comment when, when she said the boy had dark spots under his eyes and he looked like a, a, a he looked like a damn raccoon. Oh. His, his name is I am Alonzo Arnold. Nicki Minaj said that the boy looked like a raccoon because he commented on her picture and said her ass wasn't moving. Oh. And he, she read him. Was that really a read though? It's dark spots. But she said he looked like a raccoon. She looked like an ant. <laughs> so, <laughs> tit for tat I guess um, anyway speaking of music um, we can go ahead and finally discuss probably what some of y'all have been waiting for us to discuss the Jayonce album and can I just say hashtag I've been new because I told y'all last week there's no way they did all that to not have an album hey yo I've been on Bentley Bentley Bentley, which is it? I actually love that song. I love Chun Li. They need bottoms like I'm sorry. <laughs> they need rappers like me. Um, everything is love. Everyone knows that I, I am the OG Beyonce fan. I've been on BAB for years, and uh, I love the album. I love every Let song. My favorite song on the album Let so far is Nice. And I can do nice, anything. Nice, 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 nice. I love that nice, song. It's nice. just Beyonce Hell talking nah. so much shit. Hell Patiently waiting for my demise. Hey. Uh, I mean, the album. I just think she. I mean, the, it's not even trap music. They like it is trap music. I feel like it is, but the way they've elevated it. The no, sound, I'm, okay. I need you to stop doing that. Oh my god! I girl, like the album. Girl, says, girl, says, don't stop, move, bitch. Honey, look, you're oh, doing a lot. You're giving her too much. Listen, like you're. you're I'm here for the album. 
I'm here. I am too. For the elevation. Like, I need y'all to stop here. with that. Someone tweeted like, oh my god, the way Beyonce was doing runs on, on, um... Boss? No, 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 on Ape Shit. Of all fucking songs. The way Beyonce was doing runs on Ape Shit, it was just so different. Watch everyone try to copy her. She's elevated trapped to this new level. They Nigga! will copy her. Nigga! They will. Niggas been doing that. Like, what do you mean? Who's been doing runs on trapped like that? Future, of all people. But Future, we're talking about, Future can't sing for real. He, but he's been doing runs. Okay. Um, oh, um, what's his name? Shit. Ty Dolla Sign been doing that. Oh, everybody's. Been, I guess nothing new. It's but a, we're, talk, shit, we're talking about elevation. Is, okay, but Ape Shit is literally a Migos song. It is a Migos song, and Beyonce just rap, just rapped over it. Yeah, she killed it. But yeah. like, and that's the thing. Don't get it twisted. I'm jamming, but like, can we stop? Okay. I know it's B, and y'all live for the air she breathes, the oh the, the footprints in the sand. I know. Oh my gosh. She's okay. literally black people's Jesus. I get it. But y'all need to cut the shit out. Jesus. Like, calm down. Stop with the... You're, you're being dramatic. Wow. Okay? Stop You it. know, if I'm... I, whatever. Some well-placed runs over a trap beat is an elevation. Whatever. Okay? It's it's good I, music. This, this, it's, this is, it's, it's musicality. Go ahead and praise her musicality, please. Her musicality has is her ear has always been awesome. Yeah. But what we're talking about is I feel like um, Beyonce has been on this wavelength for a while, pushing herself and trying to trying to submit herself in, in each genre of music, saying that hey, I can do it. I can do it well. You and, know, Beyonce and not, doesn't and, really do pop well for me. Um, I'm not a, I'm not I a pop Beyonce person. I'm not a pop Beyonce person, but but the thing is, she's done pop and she's executed it and she's been successful in every genre of music she's done. And so yeah. I, I mean, hey, single ladies, number one for eight weeks in a row. You know what they say about McDonald's, right? Just because it's popular ba, 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 ba. doesn't mean it's good for you. Do you actually like single ladies though? No, I hate it. Okay, that, that's my I hate point. that's all. That's my but point. But here's the thing: the video solidified it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, like yeah. she did that. I mean, listen. It I was it, it was it was a moment. Was I'm a not moment. taking that from her, yeah. but I'm just saying. No, like, I, I didn't. I didn't like single ladies. Let's, let's call a thing a thing. I didn't like single. I didn't like that song. Right. I'm a single lady. No. I'm always like, ooh, ooh, please. The commercialism. Yeah. <laughs> Get this over. With. Let's make this quick, bitch. Um. So, what are your favorite songs from Everything Is Love? Um. Obviously, Seven One Three, Boss. Ooh, nice. You like Seven One Three. I love Seven One Three. Oh, we gotta talk about your taste one of these days. Let me yeah. tell you something about Seven One Three. I love Jay's verse. I mean, I love the fact that Jay's rapping the whole time. I like that. Um, oh, of course, the Black Effect. I actually put your really, hands up high. Yeah, I love that song. Like, you know what? I'm a person that like I was, I was talking I to Malik. Love. I was talking to Malik about how I want someone. and I've tweeted this too. I want somebody to take LMA. LMA. LMA's oh, yeah. um, boot up. Uh, mix it with Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk? Do you know who should do that? Who? Durand. <gasps> Durand, if you listen to this, we need That's you to go ahead and do Ella May and Tevin Campbell Can We Talk. I'm going to tweet him. I'm going to tweet him too. Tweet him that and say, can you please oh match up Ella May that is a great idea. and Tevin Campbell? He, he would kill he it. Would All them runs and carrying all he be doing. Oh, he would murder that. He's sick. He is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are your favorite songs. My favorite are the top, the first three songs. I start getting to the album halfway through. You know After what's funny? Nice now. And I'm nice, 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 nice. And of course, nice, shit, nice, shit. Christ. Okay, so I love Summer because mm-hmm. I feel like it's an ode to Lauren Hill. Okay. Although it's not stated. Um, she's so Lauren Hill. That vocal is so Lauren Hill. It's so beautiful. It's so warm. It's 
it's runny, but it's the, the runs are well placed mm-hmm. and fluid. I mean, they're always well placed with Beyonce, but like it's to me, it's just so Lauren Hill. And then Ape Shit is so much fun. Like I jam to that shit. And then Boss, did you know that was written for Rihanna? No. Shout out to my girl Bagger Riri because you know she is. I didn't know that. Who wrote it? Speaking of elevation. Bitch. Robin Fenty has elevated music to a point where, like, she's just the throne that everyone oh is trying to God. get to. Is like, she? Clearly. Is she? You know what you never hear? Or you haven't heard in ages? What? You know, this song was actually written for so-and-so, but Rihanna decided to record it. No. What do you always hear now? This song was written for Rihanna, but she passed on it, so... These other girls cut us raps and like did something with it, but like it's nothing. Like no shame. Like I get it. This is ears there. Like she's that girl, but yeah. We love you. But anyway, I I, I still have not seen Ocean's Eight. Go see it. I'm gonna go see it. I'm being stupid, but no, I do love Summer, Ape Shit, and Boss. Um, those are I love black. I I I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I I was a little late on Black Effect. I love Black Effect. At first, I was like, ooh. Don't need all this. But I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Too deep. <laughs> right. I don't even know I'm not ready for this. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't take me that bad. <laughs> like, too, too deep. Too, too far out. Come back. Let's, come back. Let's, let's explore. Come back. Um, but no, I do I do um, enjoy Black Effect now. Um, that's kind of... I, I, so how do you feel about the entire project in its entirety? Um, I, like the impro- I like the project in its entirety. I wish there was more music. Really? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the project in its entirety. I think it has a nice flow, a nice heartbeat to it. Yeah. I think, Ooh, a nice heartbeat. I like how you mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. I think that overall, it just kind of just tells a story about. I, I, Does it tell a story? I do. You think so? I think the story is everything is love, and we're talking mad shit because we can. Right. And is I, that a story, or is that like a declaration, if you will? Let me say this: the the story is mm-hmm. everything is good. And here's the thing, you, you're you going to have ups and downs. They're telling a story about friends. They're telling a story about our marriage. Mm-hmm. They're telling a story about we good. They're telling a story about, hey, listen. On any MLK Boulevard? On any MLK Boulevard we pull up to, we're going to be good. He good. He good. <laughs> yeah. He good. Like, they, they, that they, kills me, by the way. He good. <laughs> they're answering our questions on the wedding. Like, it's just so much. That I feel like they're telling a story about, like. So I have a question. I feel like if you and your significant other were were arguing, uh-huh. right? Y'all were in like bad terms. Yeah. Like maybe he cheated on you. Yeah. Or you cheated on him because yeah. you, know, you know you might be trash. Yeah. Um, and I was getting married. Would you still come to my wedding? Yes. So do you think Jay Z and Beyonce are wrong for not going to Katania's wedding? <sighs> yeah. I don't because they clearly knew that the Kardashians is some fuck shit. But and I support them entirely. I wouldn't have gone to that shit either, even if things was good. Yeah, I just fuck them. Let me say this: I think that I think I mean, of course, you can pick how you want to support someone. Mm-hmm. But I think that when Supporting someone for me, mm-hmm. you know, this is this is how I'm looking at it. You know, I feel like, hey, Kanye's your brother. Y'all rock together. Y'all done broke bread together. Go and show your face. Even if it's compromising everything you stand for and what you believe in. And your celebrity. Because honestly, I think that... So, can I keep it a buck with you? So, here's can I keep the thing. it a buck with you? Let me finish this. Go ahead. I completely understand about where Jay's position was saying, hey, I got shit going on, going on in my life. I don't want to be at, at no fucking wedding. So mm-hmm. I get that. I do get that. Um, but it, I guess it just... 
I don't know. I'm sure Jay Z told him he wasn't going to the wedding. I'm sure you know he what? told him. I, I don't even think it was. I think that's the excuse. Not the excuse. Because I think that is a valid point that Jay Z was saying. Like, okay, maybe things weren't so good. You know, Becky with the, the blonde hair had popped up or yeah. whatever the case may be. But I don't think they wanted their celebrity compromised. Because I think that's what that wedding was. That was a spectacle. It wasn't a wedding. It was a spectacle for ratings. It was a spectacle for to place, you know, Kanye and Kim at a certain level. Sure. And I just don't think they want to be a part of the spectacle or support the spectacle. I mean, Beyonce and Jay Z, they're very guarded. Exactly. And 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 respectfully so. You right. can, you can't get as big as they have been without creating boundaries for yourself. Right. And so also, I just wanted to say, Rihanna didn't attend either. So hmm. great point. Great point. But no one's talking about her. Thank you. You know why? They know better. Oh, bitch! She's please. that girl. <laughs> No one's talking about Rihanna because she's that, Beyonce she's that is the hot topic. Is she? Yes. Yeah, she can be the, the hot topic. She's, you know the, she's the topic. You she's, know why? She, we're, we're not doing Beyonce's this. Beyonce's a conversation. Next... Rihanna is a press conference. Oh, girl. Get <laughs> out of here. Get out of here. Good night. We're not... We're, Stan Wars is, is the next episode. That's the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on Growing Up Gay. Stan Wars. <laughs> But no, that's all we have for this week's Wind Down. We hope you guys enjoyed that. And that's it for this week's episode. Um, We haven't gotten any questions from y'all, so we can't answer them, which is normally come after the Wind Down. But that's it for this week. Do you have anything that you want to say to the people before we... Yeah. Um, I'll be in New York this weekend. So, well, actually, when you guys hear this, I'll be back. (laughs) Shit. I forgot. This is not live. (laughs) So, uh, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at Yo Malik. I would love to hear from you guys. We'd love to interact with you um, and learn about you and talk and shoot the shit and carry on. I'm definitely engaged more on Twitter now. You have been. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, friend. You know, it's been a struggle. Yeah. Um, so, I'm engaging a lot more on Twitter. So, I'm there at Yo Malik, Y-O-M-A-L-I-K. We'd love to chat with you guys. Y-O-M-A-L-I-K. In the A. So, too. <laughs> you know, mixtape coming soon. Um, but yes, and also, please follow our, speaking of Twitter, you can follow the show's Twitter at growinggay underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter some hating ass bitches and it took our original page, but it's okay. That, we don't even talk about that. It, 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 you know. I know you're still upset about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and they still did not reply to your email. They, they said it's not coming back. Wow. Yeah, so. Because someone, someone has probably already had it. No, it's just suspended. And they're, they're, they're hating ass hoes, you know what I mean? Twitter and YouTube is on some fuck shit. They, fuck they've been suspending a lot of accounts lately. And the wrong ones, because somebody has the, the, the Twitter name that I want. It's V-A-U-N, just Vaughn, like just Vaughn, V-A-U-N. And that person has not tweeted since 2012. Wow. Girl. And they won't give it to you. And they won't give it to me. Why can't y'all get rid of that account? That's some bullshit. And then when they did tweet, it was like spam stuff. So it's like... Anyway. Like, just can you... Keep the same. Is it one mic or is it Uchiwali Twitter? <laughs> is it one mic or is it Uchiwali? Anyway, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. As always, you can follow myself at underscore V-A-U-N. You can follow Malik at Yo Malik. Y-O-M-A-L-I-K. Yo Malik. Um, you can follow the show's Twitter at GrowingUpGay underscore. You can follow the show's Instagram at GrownUpGay. And, of course, you can go to our website, GrownUpGay.com. 
we have a lot coming throughout the summer, especially since I'm going to be in New York. Yeah. Um, lots I, of new stuff. Lots, lots of, of new additions to the website. Yes. And so much. We're, we're, we're building. Interviews are coming. Interviews, profiles, so a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun stuff this Just summer. Merchandise might be here by Ooh, yeah, the, that too. the beginning of fall. Yeah. So, you know, stick with us. You know, buckle up. I've been looking for a driver who's qualified. Oh, sweetheart, you, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> I mean, I want to do like shut up and drive. You know what I thought you were going to do? What? Jump on it. Ride it. My, <laughs> it. my saddle is waiting to mm. so come and jump on it. You are so melodic with your, I'll be with trying. Your, with your voice. Y'all, I might be on Broadway in like oh. the next six weeks. <laughs> you guys, that's all for growing up day. We thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs> yeah, it's like in the sky. Since I'm trying to wanna